0: This is the bar steward's enquiry. Right. You're
1: talking absolute rubbish. Absolute rubbish. In, in what way? You were an underachiever in life. You, I you your bacon one time. You were gone. Yes, you not done well. I couldn't save you. I, I suppose, But you said the right
0: thing. But well, that's why you don't know anything about racing, John. I, I didn't say I do. Right. I'm saying what, what? if you contribute to racing? You're one of these take-out merchants. Take
2: out all you can.
0: And a very warm welcome to the Bastards Inquiry weekend podcast where we're previewing Sandown's Eclipse meeting, the old Newton Cup at Haydock. And we've got four of our crack team, or is it crap team, uh, to go through the, the races this weekend and with our best bets. Joining me tonight is John Leng. Good evening, John. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Too. all right? The good darts chant. And Nick Davis, Zilzal89. Good evening, Nick. Good evening, Lee. And last but not least, Quentin Franks. Good evening, Quentin. Good evening, Lee. Right, we've done the Waltons, so now it's time to uh, get on with the show. And we've got uh, our best bets to do before going through the televised races at both the, the feature meetings. And I, I th- I've i got a feeling it's competitive racing, but I've got a feeling we might have some big prices for our listeners tonight. So without further ado, I'm going to go to Nick straight away because Nick loves a price. Nick, what's your third best bet of the weekend?
1: Well, I've got a really, really big one here. Uh, It's in the uh, three-year-old 14 furlong handicap at Haydock, And I've gone for the one that's just had enough runs to get a mark and has got a tongue-tie on Ockhill House for gorgeous George. He's He's been going slightly up in tripping each time and it's got a mark and the last time he, he got, he was nearest at the finish there at Salisbury. And just, it just, the tongue tie has gone on. I'm mm, just thinking this is a massive price on, on, on work. It could be anything. Yeah. So it's got a 25 to one. And it's, it's in a valuable handicap after three runs just poodling around. And I just thought it was a massive price for you know and I'm really an up really up and coming trainer who's now who's now making his mark. Indeed.
0: 25 to 1 available. So you're happy with that? That's with uh Bet Victor and Coral and Labbrooks at the time of recording.
1: Yep, that'll do fine.
0: Yep, one point on the nose, the infinite Occle House. Um lazy sort in the early stages, but but certainly is um, interesting up in trip. Ray Dawson, good jockey book. So uh, an interesting call for Nick there, up in trip for Ockel House. Um, like I say, could be anything. Uh, I sort of, sort of agree that it's difficult to get an angle of, but certainly lazy in the early stages if you watch his races. So Ockel House for Nick. Good start. 25's poke to kick us off. Um, I'll follow up then um, with my third best. Um, it's, it's, it's one of John Joe's old fancies in the 225 at Sandown. Trey Fleur. Um, of Mick Wimmels, Um did feel that this this season's just not not planned out for him in some terrible place. In, they've ran him at Windsor. Um, they've ran him at Red Car in a slowly run race. First Gun cup he could never get going. And you look at some of last season's form, he, he won over, over this course and distance of 92, um, uh, held up and uh, SDS swinging wide on the bend and coming down the outside and getting up. In a race uh this... the fact, that's the only win for Mick Wimble uh, at Sandown. So, back to the scene of the crime. And I just thought of 85, um, it's a sporting choice. Uh, not saying it's a certainty or anything. I mean, this is, this is a competitive handicap. But I thought 14 to 1, Trey Fleur, generally available, was a decent bet. So, Trey Fleur for me to kick things off. So, we've given you 25s and 14s. John, can you beat that?
2: No, I'm probably going to spoil it, actually. Um <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and the got uh, the Humberside Gas hole in the 4.40, uh, under Fox. Um, this one ran a belter, really, when it was a native debut. Um, and then there was two cane when it had gone up £2 for the, the second. Uh, so second time out. But there's quite a bit of pace on here, and I think this will help him drop it. So there's like three front runners, and I think a midfield sit. With, with him dropping, dropping the bit nicely, should be ideal around here. Um, yeah, um, potential still off this mark. The obviously shown a will to win in the past. I have no concerns on uh, attitude or anything like that. I, th- I think could come thundering up the hill tomorrow and uh, nail the front runners. One point win.
0: Nine to two, we bet three six five in the four forty at Beverley. Denise cuts again, John. You seem to you seem to have an affinity with this firm.
2: Get him off, Denise.
0: <laughs> so under Fox with Brian Ellison's jockey Ben Robinson uh, in the saddle, can that do it for John uh, to get, get him off to a flyer for the weekend? Quentin coming to you for your third best.
3: Uh, My third best league comes in the 6.30 at Nottingham. uh, Five on novice race. And the one that interests me is Gifted Angel. Uh, Dascombe's not had a winner yet this season since moving from where he was to where he is. Um, But the horse caught the eye on debut for me in the paddock. Fat as butter, needed to run. um, Faded out of things. A bit straighter on the 8th of June at Haydock. um, Lasted on the wing, faded. Shaped like... Another step forward fitness wise and another step for another step back in trip would uh, be beneficial. Um the former that race look looked solid enough, reversion of the seconds, um, came out and won since at Newcastle. Captain Winters ran a decent race at Haydock yesterday. in in terms of the horses in the market, Estate I'm not sure wants fast ground. He's got quite a choppy action, a stunt game. I think needs six furlongs and not to drop back to five. And you've got sixties chick, which won in a poor time at Bath, um, <clears> a few <throat> weeks back. Second, in that race was really small. Uh, so third in that race was really small. And then Palmer's was too green. I, I think that's poor form. 18 to one looks overpriced in a, a heat. That's I don't think as deep as the numbers.
0: Interesting. Um yeah, eighteen to one generally available for gifted angel for Quentin. Um that's an interesting hundred and twenty thousand guineas it costs uh, a two-year-old, very well related to Invalid and Satahi. Uh good horses. Uh just just yeah, an interesting, interesting pick that under Pierre Louis Jammin, the Jamaican. We're jamming. Hope you like <laughs> jamming too. Yeah. <laughs> Enough of like that.
1: Thank you about the day job. <laughs>
0: The Jamaican, that's that's one that's one for the script. So, so gifted angels yep.
2: Bob has to... got fuck out to worry about, has not
0: he? Anyway, eighteens for Quentin. So not bad there. 25s, 18s, 14s, and John letting the side down with his nine to two. um Just
1: imagine imagine Lee, if they did affordability checks at the off license. <laughs> we've been on about this the other day. I mean, I mean, it's like if someone
0: measured my 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 gin intake in a month, um, that would be definite definite grounds for bank statements. And and you know, definitely, 100 percent. I mean, it's remarkable what what times we're living in. But that's for another show. That's for a sermon, and we can we can certainly go to town. Uh, I, I mean, who can believe it? There's bloody Jacob Rees-Mogg holding the show up. Um, <laughs> thankfully, <laughs> I mean, I mean that idiot. But anyway, there we go. We live in very strange times. Okay, on to the second best bets. Um, John, I'm going to come to you uh, straight away for your second best because um, I think you might be more excited now. You're onto your two pointer.
2: In the spirit of continuing to spoil things. Um, <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll chuck in a little anecdote here I received, I received a present this week From a very dear friend um, it, it, <laughs> The mug Yeah it was a mug with uh, cunt written on it, <laughs> <laughs> it um, Who'd send you that? I, I don't know Always a nice touch isn't it um, And I, th- I, th- I think subconsciously I, 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 was, I was looking for a race That was jam packed full of cunt And I found it in the fair 45 At Beverly and the one i'm siding with is profound alexander who for me is up against two right cunts here uh if he can't bust his duck against these he probably needs a small piece of lead behind the left ear. to be honest his form's as good as out on offer he's probably best on the clock he's got a decent draw i just can't see him not going really really close here um and I think he's he's solid in the context of this race. So he'll go for me, two points.
0: Good stuff, profound Alexander, nine to four. Again, you get, you get the turn here, listeners. Who's this nine-to-four with? Denise Kurtz? Yeah, so, something going on with John. There's an affiliate deal, I think, I think in the offering here from John. He's not telling about it, but he's he's recommending all Bet365's prizes. I'm, I'm, I'm kidding
2: at this time. I'm <laughs> going some sand in the
1: vaseline.
0: <laughs> okay, I'm going to come to you now, Nick, for your second best.
1: Right, and I'm going to go with the last at Sandown. Uh, dropping uh, Mark plus... Uh, a claimer having five off. I think King of Stars could go very close here. He didn't have no chance to lead at Epsom when first Living the Dream cut him off. Then T-Spirit come across. He didn't really like it. He hung. But uh, his, on his previous run behind Russell, shows he's still a horse in, in form. And I think it's easier grade. A couple might go with him, but... I don't think it's anywhere near the competition he had in Epsom. And he's back in a grade where he can win here. Um, back to 97, £5 claimer off. That means it means he's got to go close here in my way. And it's, I think he's about 9, 10 to 1. 12s with Denise Kurtz. Oh, right. <laughs> I have no access to Denise. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Our listeners
0: do. Um, and John Lang does. So that's so that's 12 to one, uh, King of Stars. Uh, a good fourth in the Achilles. You make a good case there, Nick. Uh certainly, like you say, could not uh, dominate last he time. Act,
1: he did didn't act for Epsom either. He hung all over the place.
0: Yeah, and the fourth in the Achilles is 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 you know, for this level anyway, is a is very good form. So twelve to one for Nick for his second best. Thank you, Nick. Okay, um Quentin, coming to you for
3: your second best. Uh, my second best bet comes in the sixteen ten at Sandown. It's a horse I've had on, on in the tracker for a while. Aquam, Ian Williams trained, um, four year old, made the track once last year as a three year old. That was uh, in a, a May May maiden at Newmarket. Then and, and shaped well enough under a kind ride, staying on, never nearer. You have got horses like Dera had fireworks in Gisarti, Southern Voyage amongst the first four, and he, he ended up coming sixth, and three lengths behind the, behind the fourth. They're all 90-plus rated horses, and um, it was another year before he so, saw the track, um, was sold in the dispersed um, by Shadwell, picked up by Ian Williams, given a quiet time at Leicester, dropped back to seven furlongs, patently wasn't going to suit. And then Chester, so same sort of thing, seven 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 and a half furlongs, Ben Sanderson road, third back and ideal, steadily run race, came home very well, Full of running under chicken wings and uh, it has been given a mark of 78. Um, I'm pretty sure there's a fair bit in hand uh, off, of, off of the mark of 78 there. Um, I think there's a lot of numbers in there that are really dead wood. Well, you've got Forest Falcon that, that had the run of things in the Zetland. Uh, the four band seems best on the all weather. Electrical Storm was a bit hangy at York. Um, and the 20 to 1, I'm surprised he's probably not near a half the price of that. Um, two points win, 20 to 1. 16 to 1, even.
0: 16 to what? you You're just gone as we speak. Um, sorry about that, Quentin. I'd love to cheat. Um, sixteen <laughs> but, I've, but no, I've laid big bets on you for the naps table. So 16's for you. Um, <laughs> two, 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 two points for Quentin at 16. Zach a very good case. And How is that, that price? I, I'm just looking myself. So he, he's bred for these distances. See the stars. Um, you know, Jesus, how, how is this? Incredible price. Who's priced this up? Um anyway, that won't be that. Trust me. Um once Frank's has spoken as well, sir. Excellent, Quentin. Good second choice. That I can see that being a big steamer. Yeah, hopefully not a Cleveland one. Um right. <laughs> 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 Don't look up Urban Dictionary. No, I've that. Anyway, uh, two of That
2: has to go in the preamble, then. <laughs>
0: Anyway, um, you'll find it interesting though if you do look up Urban Dictionary what a Cleveland steamer is. But anyway, 205 Haydall. five you hey.
2: still got that as a reserved name with the BHA?
0: Yes. No, no, because I, I didn't pay the... You have to pay, don't you? If you've if you got it under reserve every year and I said no. Do you have it in a double boxy chop? <laughs> <laughs> we, 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 we should syndicate two horses, shouldn't we? Cleveland steamer and Barnsley chop. um <laughs> Oh dear. Uh, anyway, uh, second best, two or five here, Going against Davis, but it is a very competitive race again. Um, a, a good race, really. The three-year-old handicap ahead over a mile and six, and one that I, I had a I had quite a big bet on last time. Um, it didn't let me down. It, it ran a blinder. Uh, Giovalotta, um, Marco Botti's uh, runner was the only one to come uh, from off the pace. Um, At Doncaster, they went decent early, but they slowed it down dramatically mid-race and nothing got into it, barring Gio that that challenged the leaders in the final furlong and was much the best for me. Uh, That's one I should have got paid on. I didn't because the circumstances, not bitter or anything. Um, He's gone for the hood first time, which suggests to me that uh, he might go handier this time. Inside draw might just go handier with the hood. Maybe the worry about the horse settling. So I never like headgear changes when when having a decent bet, but I'll still back this because I do believe this is a really good horse. And ten to one available for Giovolotto, I believe, uh, at the moment. I've got got to go and find it now. Two or five here, doc. Yeah. So we are looking at ten to one bet three six five the coats eight 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 bet Victor Coral. That's my second best. Uh, on the two points on the nose seeking ridiculous price at, at, at 100 to 30 absolutely ludicrous um in such a competitive race uh couldn't have that on my mind at that price from from the inside coffin box draw okay we'll come on to uh bet max's it's bet max's time quentin i'm gonna come i'm gonna bounce it straight back to you for for your big three pointer
3: my big three pointer comes in the last i think it's last nope second last at sand now Sixteen forty five and uh sticking keeping it simple stick with a shirt um i am the sea um leicester i feel we had a lot more to give here i think donahue kind of at the two and a half pole for no i've got these all covered then for simmer at the furlong pole and ended up getting there and with the the winner re-rallying i'm time was strong. I'm pretty sure he's going to keep on improving and keep on rolling. Uh, I like stall nine on the outside. If he, if he does sling someone tonight, then Rayle may play dead. Um, the few in the race, I know the form was Frank for Picktual with Dal Amalat winning the first at Haydock, but uh, she was hanging in behind. I've never really liked her um, at Nottingham. Forward flight, had the run of things in her was well, essentially a match at Yarmouth. Land of Eagles is tricky. Um, one at Chepstow, but had its own way and didn't have to prove it off the bridle. There was also, I think, the second favourite fell in the race. You king had the run of things at Windsor last time out. And the rest are uh, much of a muchness. Yeah, four to one, Inform Yard, Tom O'Quand up for Donoghue, uh, should be favourite. Indeed. 4.45, yeah, 4-1 Four across the board. I am the C. Um, an interesting
0: fact for you, Quentin, did you back it last time, I am the C? I did not. Hmm. Interesting. I, 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 this is terrible after time. I dutched the winner in the second, but it, the winner that beat it, Benjamin Bear, last time, uh, I'm adamant Charles Bishop stopped it the time before. Cause it went I backed from,
3: that the time before.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it went from sevens. It went from sevens out to 20 on the machine, Benjamin Bear. And it got it got an equally very poor. I mean, we know Charles Bishop's no good anyway, but but it 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 was very average. And then lo and behold, last time against I am the Sea, Benjamin Bear, I think it was nine into about sort of six point eight. Yeah, it was strong in the market on Betfair. And lo and behold, it touched off I am the Sea. So I think that's good form. So that's a good max bet from Quentin, three points at four to one there. So good start to the round. I shall kick us off with number two uh, of the maxes. And we go to the Eclipse. Um, I'm going for a three points max bet in the Eclipse. Um, The more I see it, the more I think this is a Rick. Um, And I'm going for Mishriff. Three points on the nose, eight to one. I cannot understand the odds in this. I'm, I'm scratching my head all the time. The one problem in this could be pace. Where there's absolutely no, there's no out-and-out front runner. The lack of pacemakers they use these days might cost some of these connections some races because there is literally nothing that genuinely goes on from the front. The only two I can see probably going on are Alan Kerr because he he lacks a bit of foot, I think, and Mishriff, uh, who in last year's Eclipse sort of sat on the leader's shoulder off a slow pace, but the difference was with Mishriff last year. He came off two massive efforts in the in the desert where he, I, I just I just don't I think he was flat. He was very flat in the eclipse. I think there's a difference this time. Um he had no sort of race really in the in, in Saudi Arabia where the kickback was really bad and and they, they decided not to persevere going to Maidan straight back home uh, for a summer campaign. You watch him last year in last year's international, uh, when he slammed Alan Kerr by six, just absolutely effortless. This horse is a genuine 125 performer. You cannot say with any certainty that any of these other runners in the race are 125 rated horses. None of them. Verdeni, Verdeni won a French Derby, um, where Modern Games in the sectionals will tell you this on France Gallant, where Modern Games had to waste a lot of lot of burn up uh, early in the race to get a position from a bad draw. Um, he wouldn't beat Modern Games by five lengths if Modern Games had the inside draw. That bit so then so that let's say he beats modern day, modern games with a a foot winning a length, length and a half. People go, and um, you know, it's 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 good form, but the three-year-old form I doubt because of Karibis in the St. James's Palace, that should have got beat. And uh so with native trail, I think that put that casts a doubt. Uh, he does shape like he wants a man a quarter, never guaranteed to get it either. Uh, they won't ride him prominent. I can't <clears throat> see him doing that. So I think they'll probably just you know, sitting mid div. I just, I just think Mishrif, It's an insult to have that at eight to one. Um It's the only genuine horse that, if that turns up in last last year's international form um at York, um I would say it's a certainty. And and I'll go as far as saying that. It, 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 if that that turns up in the same form as in the international, it will win. And that 125 eight 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 to one massive three points win. Okay, so hopefully um, you'll uh, see me uh, my reasoning there and get on. Um, I don't understand why Alanca's shorter either. No idea. But uh, Nick, coming to you for your very best.
1: Well, I'm going against you in the mile handicap. Why? I mean, I've I've seen Trey Fleur a few times this year, and he I think he's going to get a slow. I don't. I can't see it being a, a really strong pace which you'll get to, get on uh, tomorrow either. No. I've uh, that applies to Sinjari. I mean, a mile, a mile with a the moderate gallop, I don't think it'll suit him. I mean, he, he's, he's probably one of his best handicap wins was over in the John Smiths over 10 and a half. And he's they've ended up in a goodwood as well. So, well, they're going back this route. I'm going to take a chance with a three year old, check and challenge. I think. Well, if you look at its win at Newcastle prior to the Guineas, where he obviously he've shat himself or something like that, uh, you, you look at the ratings of the two below him. You've got Dubai, Poet and Imperial Fighter. They're both solid 110-109 courses. He came from the back and outsped them. Dubai Poet has since been gone third in the jersey. Yeah. Uh, Imperial Fighter was third to, to uh, at the Kara. So they, he's a good guide stick. he we've been beaten two links, two or three links by Corribus as well. So you think 108? While well, you think, oh, first that's a lot for a lot for a three-year-old. It might not be, and he might be well, well up to these. Uh, well, I think he was about fives, nine,
0: nine, He has been back nine to two, generally available.
1: Yeah, I just think you know he could be 112,
0: 113. Would the uh... Just, just, just a uh, plain arbiter. Would, would,
1: would, would the ground worry you, Nick, at all? No, no, not really. Uh, the, the ground wouldn't worry I me. Mean, the, the stable's been a bit quiet. That's the thing. But if it's strong in the market and he's book Buick, uh, I, I think he would go very close there.
0: You're certainly, you're, you're certainly right about the form. It's very, very hard to knock um, in in what is quite an exposed-looking handicap, if I may say so.
1: Yeah, but, it, it is an exposed handicap. I mean, I respect you with Trey Fleur, but I just think he's going to be one of those horrible gallops. I think he'll be a sort of yeah. medium gallop. And this one showed it come from behind. Off they went quite slow, slow earlier at Newcastle, quickening it up a bit, but he went past them all. Yeah, I, I think when you see Lion, Lion Tower third in at sixes,
0: I think it tells you the, you know, the sort of merits of the race. Sinjari as well, you know, a mile. Like you, I think I saw you on social media and saying he, he might struggle for for a pace and dropping back over over this track over a mile. I think I think could be a problem. So I'd, I've no if, if he goes on the ground check and challenge. I'm with you. So Nick's 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 Max bet nine or two three pointer. Um, good luck, Nick, with that. Uh, John, come to you to finish the round.
2: Nice, no pressure, man. Um, I'm actually at Nottingham in the eight o'clock.
0: Fucking, okay, now we're all in bed. I know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, so says, probably will be, yeah. yeah. Uh, John's going for the glamour size in this round, aren't you? <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, I'm. Uh, I'm actually running in with the kilt once again. Oh. I know. Um, it's it, it's quite an interesting ask to me. This um, soap of stars. I made a big note on this first time up this year because I remember seeing it at the uh, New Market Guineas meeting and I thought, Christ, that's done well over the winter. But I did think he'd done too well, you know. Um he was carrying quite a bit of condition, I thought. I couldn't really understand all the money for him. And he kind of ran how I expected. And I thought, well, that's all right. I'm going to keep him in mind. And then they yanked him up to 12 furlongs and took him to york and he ran one of them york races you know where they got to york and just run like shit for no apparent reason <laughs> and after that I, I was quite interested in him as outsider of three at salisbury up in trip and I was um in an animal at the back of my and I ended up not. And I was regretting it actually because I thought he was travelling like he was gonna win for quite a fair chunk of the race. And then to me he just didn't say it out. And believe it or not, I actually think the kilt's got something right here, dropping him back in trip. And this this is quite a user friendly trap for somebody that's almost certain to go forward. We've got the excellent PJ, I think it's always good to take advantage of joe not being booked for any of these um he's up against a shirt horse, obviously that's pretty short in the betting but rather late with mr Hadlin at dosden's i think this particular jockey for this shirts another one you could have question marks over so and also quite significant as well this horse is dropping in like, till grade, he's been in class three, and he? he's done work class five, I think. It's on a yeah. Um, I think he'll, he'll really benefit from this. I think he's almost certainly gonna softy, and I, I think he's pretty good value in the context of this race, right? yeah. yeah. No, no. Uh, good kid, for, for, for what it's worth.
3: I've got some notes on the on the on the. Yeah, shirt horse. There's really not much of her. There's no size, no substance, and her, her form isn't all out. I think she's taking a big chunk out of the market tomorrow.
2: Yeah, I think so,
3: yeah. So that's
0: uh, four to one available, John. Uh, generally available. Three points on the knocking.
2: i have it with
1: Denise, so.
0: No, she's under <laughs> to 30. You oh, bitch. <laughs> give it to
1: him Sky Bet Hills 888. Bet- this is usually the time of the year that some of the uh, kilt horses, after getting stuffed out of sight, ran about Royal Ascot. So I'm starting to come alive, don't they? Or is yeah, just a thing but, in uh, mind? Uh, yeah, we yeah, it- expecting the kilt
2: resurgence and Win here and got to Goodwood, then, can't he There was a yeah, runner it,
0: it, at um, Hamilton the other day called Spy, and it um, looked a bit dead. And then all of a sudden, uh, the application of cash and it wasn't dead it, it was sprinting clear at the, up the line so whatever training methods the kilt uses it's like we we always use the phrase kilt binger because it, it literally is, you get horses just bombing out and then they, they pop up at 33s at Goodwood after just running shit um, it, it, it is it is, it is well, kilt
1: bingo there's that 3 year old handicap in there, the July meeting is it a 10 furlong, 12 yeah. furlong mm-hmm. 3 year old handicap he usually runs about 6 in it and yeah. one pops up after being ups in trip for three furlongs or something. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> and,
0: and running shit <laughs> running shit at somewhere like Beverly, and everyone said, how's that one at twenty-eight. And as his bag stands rail, as Prosser's put 47 million litres on. <laughs> you know, but there we go. That's what we've got to look forward to in July, folks. Anyway, on, on to um uh, tomorrow's TV action, which is covering uh, three at Haydock and four at Sundown. Uh, two or race. Myself and um, Nick have tipped in this. So Quentin and John chew away all you like on this uh, st- uh, Stayers three-year-old handicap.
2: Well, my first impression was yes, Trier Fleury, The competitive race is going to be a nice price. And no, 2.05 or
0: two, two, five. Oh,
2: right, sorry, wrong <laughs> meeting. <laughs> Get ahead of myself, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The apologies. Um... It's all right.
0: Get your notes. Sea Kings fav at seven or two for the for the bar- <clears throat> for the for the Baron.
3: He looks short, doesn't he? He's won the yards early in, in great Nick. He won a, I think it was one of the first wage handicaps this season. He won it well, hands and heels, etc. He'll probably improve up in trip, uh, but the race, this race has depth. I was p- going to probably have a a decent swing at one, but I wanted to see what the times were at uh hey night and see how much rain has come. I'm just trying to pull the card. Um, yeah, as I said, there's lots of depth. Duty Bound was the one that probably interested me if there's soft ground. He he won a weak enough race at Sandown last time out. He's got massive knee action. Um, he's half-brother, I think, the punctuation as well. Another horse with a massive knee action. Just He's just got a soft ground family. I thought he'd done really well to win on on, on genuine fast ground at Sandown for a change. Um few others in the race. You've got Valsad who put up a time trial. He had a time trial at Lingfield and, and put up a smart performance on the clock. Things didn't really go his way at Goodwood last time out. I don't think the pace was strong enough. Harry Davis is an upgrade on Trevor Whelan. Um, Knicks was interesting at the price. Um, I didn't mind that form until it kind of it took some knocks with, I think Kings got beat at Newbury last night. The sh- Stout thing got stuffed at Doncaster. Time of the race looked fine, and the mark looks fine. Probably will be suited by the soft the ground. Um, but, yeah, duty bound for me. If, if the if the times look soft, then I'm, I'm going to have a decent swing at duty bound. Good stuff. John?
2: I, I, I nearly put one up in this race, actually. Um, Nathaniel Green, to me, is on a workable mark, especially going up in trips. Because I, th- I thought the Musselboro run behind Hilps was indicative of a horse that wants a little bit further anywhere. Yeah. But another one out of that Musselboro race that really caught me eye was Zimmerman. So again, ties in with the Hilts farm and all the rest of it. Um, now that one went to Musselboro off the back of a good win at Airdock on fairly soft ground. Went up to Mussey, pulled like Ralph Harris at choir practice <laughs> in, uh, in that race. But I, I think this still has potential of 78. If Thick Dave can get this to settle, I think this is quite a good price in relation to Nathaniel Grain. Nathaniel Grain's 8 to 1, this is 33s. And I don't have a brain much, much between them two. I, th- I think the key is to back this if it drops it early on. Hmm. You know? Um, if he do not drop it, you, you're arsehole. You know? So, I, I would wait and see how, if he if he jumps into the bit and think there is fighting with him, forget it. Yeah. But if it, if you can get him into a decent rhythm over the first furlong, you know, I mean, you're probably not going to get 33, but... You know, just use your noddle. And uh, I'd, I'd say anything
0: around about the 20-25 might be all right. Yeah, we're 33 double carpet at the moment. So please, yeah, please. So I,
2: I, th- I think he, if he settles he, he ought to be about 20-25 in, in the run after the furlough.
0: Yeah, OK. Uh, Zimmer frame and thick day for John. Um, just thought I'd um, give Gadget Man uh, a mention uh, with the knee action. Uh, it should uh, didn't handle the fast ground at Nottingham last time in a very warm well maiden. I think you can ignore that. I just thought that might be interesting as well. The price, if the rain came and it ended up being
3: like quite testing.
0: Okay, we'll it's a move.
3: ground family, that.
0: Yeah. Is it by Jack
3: Hobbs, I think? and. Yeah, well, I think it's a Whipper Mare or something, Kalisha, I think.
0: Yeah, I so thought that was really... If the rain came, that that would interest me. Um, 240 the Lancashire Oaks, Phillies and mares. Everyone loves the Phillies and mares, don't we? We all go for the gin and paint
2: and let the dog in, John. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, last thing I've been doing really is betting in this. I, I just didn't really look at it, to be honest. I, I don't like these type of races. I think there's very few of these, particularly going forward. Um Certainly, nothing I ever
0: want to be with, are you? Uh, Statistically, it's quite it's quite a, known as a tough race to win. You've you, you've got to come into the race pretty fresh. Three-year-olds surprisingly don't have a great record in this. Um, they they they, they fall short of the elders. So whether that's because it can be quite attritional, at AIDOC, if the if the ground goes cetera, maybe that's something to do with it. But uh, I I thought the market was about spot on uh, with three winders Fav and Asharda. I think it's whatever turns up on the day. Quentin,
3: Nick, any of you here? No. Quentin? No, no, nothing at all, to be honest. Um mm. no, move, move, it's a move move move
0: along, on. move along, move along. Three fifteen. Um unbelievable. I never thought I'd see the day in a eighteen runner Newton Cup where we'd have an, an half arm chance. Six to four, garcy Um I bet. This- so if this
1: is on the trainer, surely, I mean. The second and third of that your race and being beaten out of sight, aren't
0: they? Yeah, I I I I have felt on on the numbers and a lot of sectional timing and stuff that this horse is a stakes horse. And I said that before York, he were off 94. Thought he did it well. There were a sectional upgrade. I still maintain he's probably somewhere between 105 and 110. Um, but then you look at the price. I, I, I don't think I've ever seen anything as ridiculous as this at six to four. Uh,
1: I, wanted did, about, I, wanted, I wanted to forgive Trollman. Did What do you think of that rider Ascot? He didn't really try, it,
0: did he? Non-runner Trollman, pulled out. I yes. know,
1: I wanted I to wanted back that. But what do you think of the rider Ascot? He didn't really try a lot, did he? No. He, he broke slowly and just stayed in the position and sort of jogged his arms up and down for a few strides coming in at the straight and gave up.
0: I think that was it. I think he'd, he'd realised he'd no chance and, and didn't bother. Um, I think that was more or less it. Um, but I, I, I look for alternatives. Only thing that I've seen, because obviously I, I do think Garcia's is a good horse, um, if you watch Jenny Candlish's It's Good to Laugh this season, um, <laughs> it's not been off a yard. Uh, abs- and last time out of here, it was off, I think, but, but lovely Hans Graham Lee, he couldn't get the gap. Um, it looks bad. He's finished ninth, but it was absolutely cantering to he just The horses just come in front of it, and uh, good old lovely pair of hands just looked after it and did nothing. Um, so I just thought it's good to laugh. I think. I think good old Denise does it without market, without Garcia, because you want to collect on the win. The problem we're backing each way something. If Garcia does turn up, you, you end ending up with like 50 odds a place on something at 16 so It's not good to anyone. So I think the without market on Bet Three Six Five is quite interesting, and I think the ten to one good. It's good to laugh without Garcia, and I thought quarter one, two, three, four. That then at least you've got a chance of the win part. If you if you run up to a to a stakes or in an
3: handicap, Quentin, any thoughts? Uh, Garcia looks short, but not. I'm trying to work. I haven't priced the race fully, but gut instinct is to lay him, but trigger trigger shy on on the lane in front to be honest at that that prize there's not there's not a whole host of well handicapped horses in the race you've got inch and or secret shadow all coming from that goodwood race which provided a good time Um, but they're they're dropping back in trip i'm not i'm not sure that's gonna suit liverpool knight did well to win at windsor get shirty seemed well enough positioned at um ascot i'd probably chance raymond tusk to be honest just a just just on the basis of the, the prices price differential between him and Get Shirty, he ended up poorly positioned well as get Get Shirty was in a decent position at Ascot. Uh feel the price differential and the weight differential now is uh, should bring them closer together. Yeah, I think the without market is probably the the place to play it and uh Raymond Tusk caught the eye at a large price
0: good stuff um, yeah and I'll have a look at that more closely I I, I watched Get Shirty at Ascot but I, I didn't really catch my eye to Raymond tuss, so I'm going to watch that John
2: I thought Fancy Man had run our race yeah he goes on
0: the ground well yeah.
2: I, I, if it is softer than good yeah. yeah class angle nice nice draw for the type of ride he's going to get because we're going to try and lock him away and use his speed late obviously Um. I'm not compelled to bet him at twenties, but I, I think if I did have a have a better level interest in in him. Gassy, being in the market at sixty-five makes you feel as though you want to bet. But if he turns up and probably wins, then so.
0: yeah, yeah, I, I do think he's. I mean, those that have probably bet him, mid, I think midweek. Did anyone see any prices midweek? Was he like four, five, eight?
3: five to one?
0: Four, four, yeah, I, I think if five to one was available, I think you sat very pretty because. That was a rick. Um, and obviously I had the horse Speed even three to one right now, I would be tipping him and or eleven to four, maybe five to two even. But but when you get into this price, you 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 need lady looking races like this because such is the size of the thing. You mean
2: selfie stick and a steak, don't
0: you, if you're gonna be tipping them? You do, you do <laughs> <laughs> selfie stick and steak, as blogger will probably tip that tomorrow. So he's on
1: he's on at threes,
0: blogger. yeah. Uh, with Betbull.
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, good
0: for that um, so we've got a sand down uh, for televised races. There, uh, very tricky card. Uh, Mitt Bar he heads the field as eleven to four favourite for the Coral Charge. Uh, any thoughts in the Coral Charge, chaps?
1: Nothing for me.
2: No, you weren't a race
0: for me.
1: I
2: haven't bet in a Sandown Sprint since
3: God's Dog was a pup. <laughs> Quentin, uh, I likely won't have a better run for a few bits and pieces. Mitbahi looked impressive last time out. Poor time uh, doesn't look a stack of pace. On Tippy Toes was the one that interested me the most with a stone hands on and a, a, a rail railish draw, but that price is kind of gone into, like, double figures has gone into like 15 to 2 now Um Equilateral probably brings the best form to the table with the with the Royal Ascot form um, I'm not going to have a bet but there's a few bits and pieces on bits and pieces
0: Yeah, I, I felt Mitt Bar he was sort of, had this full use made of him because there was a headwind last time at Sandown um, and, I, and I felt getting that bit of cover uh, def, definitely made him look possibly more impressive than what he should have been. Uh, Rasell in great form. I'd be worried about horses like Equilateral and Method because, obviously, they're second off long layoffs. Yeah, there's every chance. I'm not saying they will do. Equilateral, uh, great king stand form. But there's every chance that Equilateral and Method could step backwards a little bit from them big efforts. Method, same at Salisbury, and that decent listed race there it showed up for a long way over six. I I, I just feel it's one of them races, again, where it's gin and pate, and you let the dog in. 2, 2.25, we'll move on then. Um, Sinjari heads the field, and, and myself and Nick had a good chat about this, uh, as I've tipped Trey Floors and uh, Nick's uh, Tip Check and Challenge, uh, and both good cases, I, I feel. Um, John and Quentin, any views on the uh, the, the, the Coral Challenge Handicap?
2: Well, as, as I said before, when I hit the lids running uh,
0: earlier, <laughs> you were in trap one there.
2: Yeah. Um, I was quite hopeful when I saw him entering this, and then the hopes dimmed somewhat when I had a look at the pace map for this race. I thought, oh, dear God. And my only hope, really is the terminally stupid Sam Games going too fast on Lion Tower, which might happen.
0: <laughs> terminally stupid. <laughs>
2: <laughs> which could happen. Yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of tempted to have a little bit on. Um, if there has been mental pace on it, i have been really confident. But as I say, I'm depending on Sam... He's never, ever knowingly done me a favour. Um, <laughs> can't physically remember the last time I backed a grant, or a trained winner with Sam on. So he, he probably owes me thousands. So with with any luck, he'll take his brains out for a wash tomorrow and uh, kick off about 39 miles per hour.
0: Yeah, that's just what the doctor ordered, I think. Um, Quentin, views on this?
3: Uh no pace on the cards, is there? Um, I feel trade floor needs a needs a pace. Maybe um they have a main thing we'll go forward. Checker challenge. I've got ground doubts, Nick. Um, by Bifast Company's got quite a rounded action. Um New Market was good ground. I know you think he's I think he's well handicapped. Um he obviously caught the eye and found shitloads of trouble at uh, HQ in the Guinea's. But the yeah, the ground the ground's a massive concern for me. I think the trainer express. Similar concerns. If it was good to firm ground, um, then they had their eye on another sort of target, so he may well be pulled out. Sinjari looks look short, doesn't he? I know he's got the, the flashing home and the hunk cup, um, but this isn't going to be that sort of setup. I can, I'm probably going to have a small place lay on uh, Sinjari. Yeah,
0: the no form a mile, round-up end as well. At New, Newbury, the mile form on reappearance. Uh, pretty much toilet to be eleven for, um, much much rather see him at a mile and a quarter. But interestingly, they've not entered him over any mile and a quarter races. He's in a race at Goodwood, I think, over a mile. Golden
1: Mile, isn't or, yeah. it? Yeah, um, but they've not good, bothered. Good luck. Good. imagine coming from coming from way back in that, can't you? Are you, are you surprised, Nick, that the amp puts in Jari saying Magnet Cup? Well, uh, well, no, they probably couldn't. Felt they couldn't. No one could beat Royal Champion in that, so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, uh i mean, yeah, I'm well, they obviously want to go this route. I don't know if it's the owner or trainer related. They obviously they've started running them over a mile and that's like where they want them to go, but they need they need strong paces
3: Must be at showing more time... speed at the age of six. Yeah,
1: I I've got a feel I've got a feeling
0: the owner's gonna get sim cocked. Um so yeah it's staying at a mile but there we go unless unless you run, like, like you say Sinjari ran in the the hunt cup was it and and obviously got that nice real good pace to run at which that's what he need over a mile real good pace and I'd, it's definitely not going to appear here so I'd be surprised if Sinjari defies that mark held up. but anyway we'll move on to but why the...
1: would you why would you want to win if your main aim is if your main aim can't be here if your main aim is goodwood why would you I mean, it's not that well handicapped. He's of 105. What do you get five pound for this? If yeah. You, you, if you, yep. Would you fancy him off 110 in a gold in a golden mile?
3: No, absolutely no chance. He,
0: yeah. he, he's more he's more chance in the golden mile because obviously they, they they could go strongly running that. Yeah. So, so the, the, yeah. So if you
1: get a claimer on him there, claim a few off, might get him down to about. Uh, Hundred, then you know, ten pound difference and a bit of pace, yeah.
2: You make a family that will get 14 off.
0: Get get Danny Gilligan as stable jockey from Ireland, and, and then <laughs> get the get the ten, get the full ten, bang. Um, that that's the that's the bastard's tip. Okay, three o'clock. Coral Distaff Philly's listed affair. Uh Heredia has been all the rage overnight as the overnight wallows are piling into Aredia from a five best price of five to four. You can still get eleven or ten, but eight to eleven in places. Areed Um any thoughts on this, chaps?
3: I was well, I was actually gonna have a, a strong play on her at five to four if that was kicking around tomorrow. I put her in at five to six. Yeah. you look at the race, it's not there's not much debt for Skulers won a an egg and spoon race at Carlisle probably needs softer ground that this sort of level to be shown to best effect. Lyrical lady got a strong gallop to aim at, at Salisbury over ten. Queen two probably won't run. Rounded action and I'm pretty sure she needs soft ground. Grandam hung and hung some more at Ascot. I think you were keen on her that day. Yeah. And Heredia there's not there's not masses of pace on, but I just generally think you can put her wherever wherever you like. she's um, she's she found trouble at York Granham down that way. Already beaten, fast attack. Um, yeah, I went five to six levels. Is tight. Um, yeah, if she, if she goes out to maybe six to five, then I'll, I'll I'll step in.
0: Yeah, I was disappointed with Grand Dame at Ascot. Um, I know it was a coronation, which is probably a different level to this, but still still bitterly disappointed what what she did uh, off the bridle. Uh, Nick, John, any thoughts on this?
2: No. Oh, I'm now saying Miss Favourite win at
0: Ascot, I was thinking they should have run it in the bloody coronation. Yeah, Yeah. She, yeah. I, I, she probably is a... I mean, she obviously won the handicap as 72 favourite at Ascot, but you can genuinely see well, she's...
2: The comments as well in the post tonight, he, he's saying he's sure she's up to Falmouth class, and that looks like that would be the next stop. Well... Why wouldn't it really? I mean, I've got miles in front of these. I think if there's 11 to 10 kicking about, why not? Yeah,
0: you've heard it, folks. Here we go. This is it. This is our bar steward blogger section where we're saying lump on chaps, selfie stick, <laughs> stakes, and betting slips by tomorrow evening. I want to see them on our Twitter feed. A that steak,
2: double O, and gassy.
0: Yeah, yeah, double with gassy steak and betting slips only, please. No, no, no waffle, no chat. Just want to see a good steak. one of them restaurants where you get three chunky chips? You know, like, 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 where <laughs> that's all you get—three chips. Usually in London, you know, for about forty-seven quid. Um, you know, that, that's 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 usually that's usually the barrow, and then and and a nice forty-seven-pound bottle of Barolo that costs about fourteen quid from a cash and carry. Um, I want to see that. On our Twitter feed with your slips, Aredia uh, and Garthi, um tomorrow. So, yeah. That,
2: that Maribor Gravy on the side as well. Yeah. Amazing. Lovely. Yeah,
0: yeah, definitely. This time, yeah. Yeah, okay. So, we've done 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 the distaff. Um, so, we've gone to the, uh, the big one, the Coral Eclipse. Uh, short on numbers, but definitely good on quality.
1: Isn't this a good race to be a bookmaker on this race? If you can get the favourite in under two and one. There'll yeah, there'll be money for everything, won't there? Well, if yeah, you were the, laying a book. Yeah. yeah, there is there is
0: pressure on the fav now, is two to one with Paddy Power and Betfair. Um, native, it, it, I think, won't it hit five
1: to two on course? Do you think?
0: I, I, I believe so. I mean, it's not like the French are bringing over a, a shed full of punters. Um, you know, it's like everyone that I see on Twitter are saying, Why is Vedeni this short? Um, I, I agree on what I've seen. I, I, the only the, the only way I see Vodenny winning is possibly in a in a tactical affair, which it could be. Best turn of foot, that's viable. Um, do, do I think it's favourite on form? No, I, I don't think the French. But you,
1: as a bookmaker, you're going to lay a lot, aren't you? You've got you're to, to lay a lot of the runs.
0: You you there's, you
1: have. There's, 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 support for everything there yeah but, I,
0: I yeah. mean you can make it even you can make it for Lord North I, I mean I mean lord North on his day um at 25 to one is is absolutely huge again again Baybridge I, I I've always liked I, I I've said this before Ascot in the prince of Wales he got he got done tactically um that's all that's all I think that beat him probably very fast ground as well um I'd like to see a bit of rain in a slowly run race over 10 for him because I don't think a slowly run race over 10 suits him um, I, th- I think a better pace would um, Native Trail how are they going to ride that I don't know um, is the three-year-old form up to scratch we're still not we, the jury's out because as we said if, if Mal June gets a clear run in the St James's Palace Karibas hasn't even followed up the Guineas win so it's uh, it's it's a tough one thoughts chaps think, Quentin, John
2: I think if you're going to have a bet I don't think you can look past Mishra.
0: The prices—that's why I've gone for it. Not because I, not because I think it's a good thing, or, or because it is a, it is a quality race. If it's right, John, it has to be shorter. And
2: yeah, the, totally, totally right. Um... Slim,
0: Slim and thirty. Well, I, I read, I read the comments about four days ago, and they said everything's gone perfect with its preparation. So I, I see no reason for him to lie. It's just why it's, 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 it's a definite hundred and twenty-five animal with the rest. The jury's out. Are the are the
2: 125 horses in there? I don't know. You yeah, know. Not for me. I mean, you know, I think they have there plenty of to prove. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I haven't got a length in 120 yet. I've got Bear Bridge possibly at 120 last time. You know, um, the two or three-year-olds. Jury's out and. I cannot for the life of me see so. So, I'm going Andy on Verdini has I think he's four to five to sit last tomorrow.
0: Well, they they, they, they do they do ride chilly. I mean, he didn't in the French Derby because he made more use of the droids. Yeah, But yeah. But, but he sat sort of like sort of fourth or fifth on the inside. Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, off that dry, it have been so sad, wouldn't it? But yeah. I um, cannot for the life of me seeing him having anybody behind him early on tomorrow. I think that he's a really risky proposition if there's no pace on. Because I think he's going to be in the worst place possible to to do anything. Yeah. And I, I think Mischief's straight forward. He can put him where he wants in a race. He showed plen- plenty at York last year.
0: Uh, on, on the on the York
2: run, he's favourite in this. Yeah, was impressive. Um, no, no, no one. I just uh, if you're gonna bet anything, you've got to bet that. Otherwise, you you want your brains out, daily
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I said eight, so I've I've got eight at the time of recording, but he's he's drifted to nine since. Um, but I'm I'm gonna have to play big on uh, these sort of prices because it, it's just wrong. It's, it's miles out. Um, simple as it. People people got short memories. Clearly, that that run at York last year with the time and the. The sectional time as well to boot got a 12 pound upgrade for winning that the way he quickened. Um, the, Quentin, the, the only
2: thing is, if he does win, he's going to come into stone cold silence, isn't he? Because nobody wants to, <laughs> to win anything at the minute. No, everybody hates him.
0: L- Lydia, Lydia might though. I'm racing UK, she, I, she, I, she gets a bit wet when she's interviewing Gosden. I think, I
3: think she likes yeah, I think she likes Johnny G. Um, Quentin, thoughts on this. Oh, I'm gonna keep it a simple way for Brian Gleason for him to tell me you the professionals are back in and, and follow them in. That's that's <laughs> the way to do it, isn't it? Just, no, no need to do any work, just follow the professionals. Yeah. All seriousness, it's it's, it's such a shame that pacemakers have gone out out the window nowadays. They they were in a few years ago and then people seem to think they weren't horses run on their merits. And it's kind of ruined the race a bit. You'd like this race to just run at honest gallop rather than Second guessing who's going to go on. Um, for what it's worth, I think Alan Cole will go on. Um, I'm with you. I think Mishriff is the bet. Native Trail, I'm not sure the triple suit, especially in a potentially steadliest run race. Baybridge, I mentioned the ground outs at Royal Ascot. They played out. He didn't look yeah. comfortable on fast ground. Again, like, we, we don't know what Cooper's doing in regards to ground. Could um, the firm ground, I'll be concerned. All, he doesn't I move like the firm... Time. Yeah, yeah, I think he'll stick some on, but it's, it's the it's the what fourth race. So we got we got time to work out what the ground is actually. Um, if, if he puts too much on, it's good to soft. Then I'll probably play Baybridge um, and Misriff, Johnny Yeah, he won. Yeah, he was uber impressive. But what did he beat? Uh, Modern Games first try at ten furlongs, used up petrol from a wide draw, had shaped like ten wood soup, didn't get home. And El Bogadon, who's a proper just a slot monster. Um, so I'm jury's out on that form, and at two to one he looks short enough until Jury proves he can do it again. Um, Misrif's the play for me at the moment. I'm going to wait and sit on my hands until probably after the handicap, and then uh, assess what the ground is. But Misrif team, 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 Keith. Good stuff. Let,
0: let's up for a, for a big, big three point and put you further behind in the naps table, Quentin. Um. <laughs> I'll take that. <laughs> Um, right, um, that's, that's it, we've, we've, we've covered it all, we've done a good job, we've given you some massive prices, uh, don't forget also there's the uh, uh, Grand Prix de Saint-Clue, is it on Sunday I think, the, the Group 1 Hurricane Lane uh, uh, is, is bidding to uh, get back on track there after his sort of, uh, can't be arsed, uh, reappearance, uh, the softer ground will help him in that, so that'll be interesting watching on Sunday, we're back on Sunday, me John and Lone Malvo Chris uh, to discuss some very hot topics this week lots to discuss actually Uh, and there'll be some ranting plenty of ranting, gin fuelled as always so thanks thanks for listening Uh, me, John, Nick and Quentin signing out bye for now